Park Music Podcast, everybody. We are here. Today is Wednesday, April 5th, 2023. My name is Kevin Vargo, host and founder of the Mid Park Music brand. And today I've got Few Blue with me, full band interview with Camp Rob, Brad, Jacob, and Christian. Uh, we will get to that here in just a moment. And this is episode number 118 already. It's crazy. Um, thank you, as always, for tuning in. I don't know if I've said that already. Who knows? The intros always are just a blur when you come on in here. But uh, yeah, got a great conversation for you. The song that you heard there uh, at the beginning, that was just a little snippet of the brand new single from Few Blue uh, that was just released this past Friday, Call Me Crazy. Uh, so Call Me Crazy is one of two singles out for Few Blue right now. Uh, and uh, at the end of the uh, podcast here, we will listen to the other sing- uh, single that is already out, So Damn Wrong. So make sure you stick around for that as well. Uh, at the end of the podcast as well, after this conversation, uh, we will go in uh, to a nice little review of the Midwest Magic Show, uh, the Midpark Midwest Magic Show uh, that happened this past Sunday uh, at Book Club Chicago. So uh, if you are here for that, make sure you stick around after the conversation with Few Blue. Uh, but uh, yeah, had a really good time there. And uh, the Midwest Magic Tour marches on this coming Saturday in Milwaukee. Um, that's really all there is, you know, to touch on as far as Midpark stuff. Of course, uh, the tour and everything going on. The label is live now. So if you ha- are not following the Midpark label on Instagram or have checked that out at all yet, please do. Uh, that is nine bands that have signed on to the Midpark label, the very first ever, and I am so very humbled and thankful. And yeah, um, all of this just continues to grow, and it's uh, it's all because of all of you listening, because of the bands, the people, uh, bands like Few Blue giving me their time here. Had a uh, you know I've said this a few times already, but a great conversation with them. Uh, every band I've ever connected with from that area, from Baton Rouge, um, you know, if you've been following Midpark for some time, you already know Speakeasy, Dogish are two bands that uh, I have worked with, um, you know, in, in some capacity. Um, so shout out to them as well. And, um, yeah, what else we got to go over? I don't know, uh, if there's really a whole lot. Um, yeah, let's get to it. Uh, cause like I said, we're going to be, uh, after the conversation, going to go over a full little, um, review of this past Sunday. So stick around for that. Um, yeah. So again, this is episode number 118 with Few Blue out of Baton Rouge, Louisiana, uh, a great rock band here um, with a really, really powerful sound. Um, yeah, I mean, you you look at Cam, uh, front woman here, and you are not expecting that powerful of a voice to come out of her. And I mean that in the most, you know, the kindest way ever. Um, you know, she's seemingly very small, but man, the voice that's coming out is is extremely powerful um, and and uh, very talented, the whole band as well. Um, the, I mean, it's such a good classic rock sound. Um, yeah, you will, uh, you'll hear for yourself here. Uh, you'll hear for yourself here. Um, so yeah, we're going to listen to call me crazy just came out this past Friday, March 31st. And then at the end, we're going to listen to, uh, the first single that came out so damn wrong that was released on March 3rd. So stick around for that as well. But, uh, this full song will lead us into the conversation with Cam, Rob, Brad, Jacob, and Christian of Few Blue. We will see you uh, after. Thank you as always for tuning in.
cities that i've never been to but uh, at least i know there's lots of good people in uh i've spoken a lot to bands around here great scene got few blue got a full band in with me cam rob brad jacob christian welcome on in coming in from baton rouge excited to be here yes um yeah so let's get right to it in terms of where i always like to start is we were just talking off the recording there you guys got a hell of an interesting scene there um, you know, I've never been there, so I can't speak for it, but I, I sure feel like I got a good eye, at least from the outside looking in. And, um, this is a two part question. Cause usually it's just a very open ended, like, tell me about your scene, what's going on. But I do have a very specific question and I need you to tell me about the 10, 11 PM start times as well. Uh, which is very interesting. So yeah. Um, what's been going on for you in terms of, you know, shows you've played, what's coming up. Um, but before we get going, let me set the stage for everybody listening in. We are recording this interview on March 17th. I'm looking to have it out here early April. But, yeah, whoever wants to let it rip, what's going on in Baton Rouge? Y'all go because y'all are the ones that have to – I sit pretty and let them do all the, the work work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we if you could also – who are you? Yeah, oh, okay. Well, I'm Cam. Um, they like to they call me Cam Jam whenever yeah. we're we're doing our music thing. So there you go. Um, I'm the lead singer. Um, I'm not very strong. I'm kind of weak physically, physically. So not vocal wise. Got a strong voice. Strong voice. But uh, they're doing all the the heavy lifting, as in literal heavy lifting. So they can tell you about the long nights after and before. <laughs> yeah, so let's just go through. I'm Robert. I'm the drummer. Uh, Sweet. All from New Orleans. But I've been playing drums for a while, so I'll play music. I'm gonna go Brad. Yep, I'm Brad. Uh, I've been playing bands with Rob since uh, I can remember. Yeah. You know, so it's glad to be doing this with him again. Yeah. Um, Christian, I've only started playing bass like two years ago. So I've been playing music since I can remember. Jacob, I play rhythm guitar and keyboard. So, uh, yeah, we'll go into the kind of, I guess we'll kind of preface on how we started the whole band and we'll start from there because it actually hasn't been very long. So yep. last year and around um, May, we had our first show. So we're not even, haven't even played a whole year playing live shows yet. Um, but last year we started playing in May. We met actually the September before that, but we just kind of did acoustic jams here and there, you know, just kind of see if we would mesh together. Um, so we probably practiced for, you know, six months before we played our first show. We played our first show. It went great. Um, 
and then after the first show, it yeah. just kind of it just kind of took off in a, in a way that I don't think we all expected it to, in a good way, very good way. Yeah. Uh, but you know, we've been playing now like this. Our spring lineup we've been playing has been absolutely packed. Double double header weekends, and yes, at eleven o'clock at night. Um, you know, Friday Friday at ten thirty and Saturday at eleven. Those aren't the best weekends, but you get it done. Um, I have to imagine that that is because of the nightlife there, and that's just kind of the way. Like, again, I lived in Nashville, you know, and, I mean, people don't start even, you know, drinking there sometimes till damn midnight. Um, is that why? I mean, like, wh- what is that typically? Yeah, yeah. I feel like a lot of people don't even go out to the bars. Until, the like, 10, yeah. yeah it's like, like the pregame everywhere else until, like, you start at, like, I don't know, 7, 8, go to, like, Nine, start heading over, get there, nine thirty, ten, and then you're out all night till two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, sometimes now, they'll have a, uh, <laughs> you pay ten dollar cover and you have free drinks from eight to ten, so just to get people out of there even sooner. Yeah. Yeah, I promise free drinks for that. If not, right. then everybody's <laughs> gonna be out there at ten o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> now, are most of these bars, venues, like, because correct me if I'm wrong. You know, we talked off recording. Most of you are at LSU. Um, are most of these college bars like with you know attendees that are typically college age or is it kind of all over the place or what tigerland like tigerland is the the main bar scene for all the college students um i don't see many older folks there but like for sure the 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 younger college crowd um the past few years has gotten a bit sketchy so don't i don't really know what it's like now now i haven't seen myself there in about a year or two and that's not really a lot for like a few months um but there's other really popular bars around the area too where the older folks go um we, I, but, I said we play like a pretty uh, a pretty a good medium you know, mm-hmm. we're kind of lay right in the middle because a lot of the stuff that we cover um you know we just want people to know and we personally all of our influencers are, or most of our, our influencers are kind of like 60s 70s rock so truly that's what we love to play um but at the same time a lot of kids our age aren't really going to the bar and wanting to listen to that so you know we kind of got to play you know we, we might play a show where we know it's going to be a college crowd and kind of bring out the newer songs songs more people know but then we also play some in new orleans like we play a show in, at uh, rock and bowl in new orleans and that's kind of an older crowd you know the people are bowling it's a very nice venue for live music but we, you know that's that's what, what it's all about is knowing the audience so we try yeah. to kind of it's a pretty nice medium though so very interesting anybody else got anything to add yeah, i think we're good on that yeah, i mean if, if somebody's singing at least one song you covered after you play you know i think you did a good job right right we <laughs> yeah. want people singing along for sure we, we bring we bring the energy and we, we know that we know that as a band, you can, you know, music is, if you can get a talented musician in the world, but man, if you can't go up there and sell yourself, you know, that, that, that's really what it's all about. You got to pour everything into it, give energy, because that the crowd's only going to get energy from you. You're the starter of it. So we try, yeah. we try to do really high energy stuff, you know, get people moving, get people dancing around. It's a college bar. People are drinking, having a good time. Yep. So why not? Yeah. Think about uh, lighting Jake's pants on fire. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course, you got it's got to be the quiet one. Yeah, yeah. He's he's the quiet one. He stays on the key. You know, you know those key players. They sit behind the, all their keys and they don't, they don't need to talk to anybody. All right. When they do talk, it counts. Um. Very interesting. So yeah, a lot of that, you know, aligns with what I know from afar. Again, um, 
and you know i see lots of recaps from again speakeasy dogish is another one i know um your guys' stuff afterwards and i know excuse excuse the southerners that are listening i'm a midwesterner by heart i say you guys i don't say y'all my apologies. <laughs> um but yeah um you guys uh anyways uh, you know definitely every time i see a recap you know like on instagram or something the, the the photos look very lively the videos and such so definitely matches up with what you're saying and i think you have a very unique opportunity because you do have that i mean and just what i've heard from from so damn wrong and it's a very classic rocky sound i mean very much so uh you know you say that in your spotify bio in terms of your influences so you know, you, you've got that younger crowd that you can appeal to, but also those that, you know, your parents and such, that might be coming to the shows and their friends and whatnot. So, um, that's a good way to segue into the music. You just released a single, um, so damn wrong at the beginning of March. And by the time this comes out, likely another one, I won't give you, you know, I'll let you guys spill the beans on whatever you want on that, but let's talk about so damn wrong first. Um, that came out, like I said, beginning of March, How'd that come about? Tell me about it. So, um, originally I wrote that guitar riff back in high school with me and Rod's first band. And, and I didn't, I didn't really want to show it to everybody. I wasn't really quite sure of it. So it's just like, all right, Rob, you know, we have a little recorder in the garage. Let's, uh, let's try it out. And so we ended up making the structure for the song. And then, uh, what, two years go by, three years, three go, years by. go by. COVID happens. Yeah, COVID happens. So, um, <laughs> You know, we start Few Blue, and then Cam mentions that she writes lyrics. I was like, well, you know, we started working like on one or two of her songs, and then um, all, like out of the blue, Rob just sent like uh, the recording of what what you know we didn't know it was so damn wrong, but, but it just sent the, so the, damn wrong the original the guitar and all the music for it. I think you're you're going to Arizona. Yeah, I was in Arizona. That, right? yeah. yeah. So she was just on a plane ride, just having the music playing over and over again, just writing these really cool lyrics and like. It was just crazy to hear like your piece of work have like badass lyrics and a pretty cool melody on top of it. Right. So that's kind of that's kind of how that one started, and then we just polished that, you know, polished that up. Yeah. That was that was you know like you said, I mean that one the structure to that music has been a thing for you know probably five or six years now, but it was just it sit it just sat as the riff and drums, you know that's all it was. There was nothing on it. Um, but once we kind of got it got it going and we started practicing it more, practicing it more. You know, we played it at some of our earliest live shows even yeah but, i mean it was yeah. it was very early on in the band mm-hmm. um, so it was it was it was very very interesting on writing that song no it's fun seeing everybody like headbanging in the crowd right yeah. Yeah. It, it, it is a crowd favorite the crowds in baton rouge love it it's it's definitely that's why we released it first because it was um it was like it's gonna be our first song on all platforms we want it to be big yeah a song everybody knows and if you've seen us live we played the song like i said we've been playing it since our earliest shows so um, that one's de- definitely very near and deep in our hearts because this is the first one and very cool being able to see it grow into it. Well, you should be proud of it, um, you know, regardless of anybody, what anybody has to think or say. But I would assume what anybody has to think or say for the most part has been pretty damn good because um, <laughs> it's been it's a good, good, good song all across the board. man. I mean, lyrically, musically. Uh, it is a very powerful, you know, like, like Cam, looking at you, you would not think those, that those pipes are coming out of you. Um, Everyone always says that. Yeah. Um, 
Everyone says that. It's like the number one comment I get after I come off the stage. Um, man, like I saw you up there and I did not expect that sound to come out of your mouth just the way that you look. I was like, yeah. Well, and I, I don't mean that, you know, I'm I'm, try, I'm very careful and like, I don't mean that because you're a woman or anything. I mean that because oh, like, you're very, <laughs> like, you're, I mean, you're just no, no, I get it. I get very it. small and like, it's a very, uh, it's a very powerful vocal. Um, so yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. You said that's uh, Kyle's his name? Yeah. So uh, he came in and he's actually worked with, uh, I don't know if you ever heard of the band, The Revivalist. Yeah. But he's uh, helped record an album with them. He's also helped record an album with Gary Clark Jr. So uh, he's been in the industry for quite a long time. And luckily, um, it is actually Jake's cousin. Uncle. My bad, my bad, my bad. It is Jake's uncle. So we have the family connection. See, there comes a quiet guy coming in again. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what's funny is he actually got our first show as well. Yeah. So you know he gets. Don't need to. Don't need to say shit. He just says it with his action. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. All right. So, so connect the dots for me here, though, because uh, can or uh, Rob and Brad, you said you guys have known each other for a long time, right? But at one yeah. point, I remember I thought you said you had just met, like in. September of 21 ish or so, yeah, or maybe that was just okay. I can't, yeah. Um, so Cam was kind of the last missing key, uh, okay. She was, she was the key, and um, me and Brad had a band, I think we started the first band in 2016, um, okay. And that was a high school band, and uh, we played that for our high school, but you know, high school band, everybody leaves for college, we go different places, so that ended, and um, I had. I've a pretty good relationship with Brad, and I was like, all right, well, we're both at LSU, so let's see if we can start something at LSU, and these two guys behind us, we actually all went to the same high school, so here in New Orleans, a high school named Holy Cross. All, okay, all, so all, all four boys, of you, all, minus all, Cam. All it's an all-boys school, so all the boys went to Holy Cross, so we knew them, uh, okay. we were friends with them in high school, so it was kind of like, we knew they had kind of met some music, so it was easy to say, all right, like. We got we got a drummer, we got a guitar player, learn the bass, learn you know, keys. We're, we're good. We just needed a singer, and the singer's always the hardest part. So we really lucked out. We met her. Well, I have been knowing Brad for a while. He was good friends with one of my friends who's now taking pictures for us like all the time, like in high school. So I think that's how I like first met you actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. One of the dances. Yeah, everybody meets everybody. Yeah, and kind of we have a great friend, but yeah. I mean, I don't know. I've, but I'll, I'll get to that in a second. And I also knew Christian just from, uh, we both ran cross country in high school, and the the high school scene down in New Orleans is very different from everywhere else. Um, uh, it's not very, very favorable to go to a, a public school down here. Um, just, it's just sometimes it's not, you know, we just, went, we, went to, we went to Capitals. Um, but uh, there's... I'm, I will talk about where you were going with that off the recording. <laughs> oh, I'm, I mean, it's, it's nothing crazy. It's just if you're down here, you can go. But, yeah, you know, no, I, I, don't, I don't mean that in any negative way, of course. You know, I've never been there. No, I can't yeah, speak just, to it. It's so. literally just the public school system. That's all, that's all it is. It's just not great down here. And if you look at the charts, anyone can see that. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
but yeah, so th just throughout all the events, like my girls' school always had events with the high school and, you know, so, so. Do I hear a dog? Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> Love it. Um, so we got Kyle that you just uh, had mentioned there in terms of a shout out, but uh, that's a question I like to ask regardless. So, you know, in terms of anybody else uh, that might be important to the few blue crew, I just came up with that right on the on the spot there. Right. That you, sh you should name your fan. It's really not that unique, actually, as I'm thinking about it. But <laughs> um, yeah, I, you know, who anybody that might be important, you know, as far as family, friends, uh, um, people that you've worked with. I think you mentioned a photographer. Um, anybody that you know is important to what you guys have got going on. Yeah, so I think I would first like to shout out uh, the person that got our first show, Eric uh, Bell, and uh, he has been a pivotal part in us getting a little bit of traction in the beginning. Um, he's a manager at a bar called Uncle Earl's. Shout out to Uncle Earl's. In Baton Rouge. And uh, yep, favorite uncles. And um, he got our got us our first show and has continued to book us since then. He's also gotten us other shows around the Baton Rouge area. So um, he uh, has helped us a lot, helped promote a lot. Um, next would probably be John Marie. Um, she is one of Cam's high school friends, like she said, and is a photographer. Uh, comes out to a lot of shows and takes some good pictures. Yeah, and I do have a good well, if she's the one that's, oh, I was just saying, if she's yeah. the one that's taking the pictures that I've seen, you know, she after. Pictures. She takes them and then she'll send them all to me. And I, I'm studying digital advertising in, in college. So um, that's, it's what I, this is kind of like, if you look at my, if you look at our Instagram, it's kind of like my portfolio just for when I do go on to do something yeah. like this. Um, no, that's, that is a very good, that, that brings up a topic I've been, I, I asked uh, a very general question on Twitter the other day, and I said, do you view your band as a small business? And that's a whole other topic, but like, and I was, I, that's literally all I asked, and there was some yeses, some noes, um, but it's, I think it's very good to be able to hone in on your professional skills, you know, outside of music that you may have. I mean, that's, that's all mid park is that i've done i mean i am a journalism major i know how to build a brand i know how to build people together and i've i've you know that's what i've honed in on so if that's what you're good at uh and that's what you're doing that's a fantastic thing and that doesn't go with just you i mean the whole band i think that's awesome yeah, yeah that's uh that's definitely something i think we've uh started to realize especially like coming from high school when we were in high school like the band was just like you know it's like you got shows through your parents and like it was very, you know, family oriented because you're in high school, so you still have a lot, a lot of support system around you. Yep. Um, but when we got to college, yeah, it was very like I was like uh, one day I, I was talking to Brad and I was just like, man, this is really a business, you know, this really is uh, something that we need to be professional about. And you know, we try to be yep. as professional as we can. Emails on our Instagram and anything that the public eye sees or anybody sees is um, something that needs to be taken very seriously because that's our image. And yep. we understand that, and um, that's kind of me and Cam. We kind of run the show. You were, you were talking to Cam Mosa on Instagram. Um, Cam is great at Google Connections. She's got, <laughs> she can talk her head off. So she's great <laughs> in Connections. And then um, when it gets down to business, business, that's all around. <laughs> yeah, when it, when it gets down to logistics and business talk and what we need to do, it, uh, it usually gets sent to me. But making the connection is, you know, sometimes the hardest part. Yeah, absolutely. I Yeah, I mean – that's, you know, what I hope um, people have been able to get from, you know, being a part of following uh, what's going on here and such is finding new bands. And I mean, 
I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know you guys. I wouldn't know Doggish. I wouldn't know. I know there's some others I'm forgetting, but um, like had I not met Speakeasy, you just kind of meet people and it's, you go from there. Which, like you said, that's it's harder than it sounds. And so is running a band and responding to all of those messages and sending those emails and trying to balance at the same time. I think importantly uh, is being yourself, you know, and and you want to be professional. You want to you know, make a good name for yourself. But at the same time, you don't want to quote unquote sell out, you know, and be something that you're not, you know, just got to be you. And that's a whole nother conversation. Uh, but yeah, any other shout outs? we got to keep that rolling. And uh, I don't, I want to. Uh, I've got a twin sister. Um, her name is, we look nothing alike, but um, you, if you, you can kind of tell her sisters sometimes. I but um, she is she is musically inclined. She was in the marching band in high school. She did the she played the cello for a long time. She played drums. Um, but uh, the stage is not her thing. I don't think she really likes the attention on it. So she is doing lights for us. Um, she gets she's the kind of person that just gets so focused in those like little details and and she'll sit there and she'll just like she loves it. She gets so excited about it. So I'm um, really we're grateful to have her. She she loves Ow. it. You have a dedicated light person? Uh, whenever, whenever she shows up. Whenever, whenever she shows up. Yeah, and there's some, there's, some, yeah. there's some venues that we don't – because we – luckily, me and Brad, have, since we've been doing it a long time, we've built quite a um, of equipment. Like, we've got a lot of equipment, you know, nice sound. Arsenal. We have a nice arsenal. We have a nice <laughs> arsenal. We have lights. We have lasers. We have smoke machines, you know. So um, that all needs to be run, though. You know, it's like it, all that stuff. If it's just there, we're playing music. We can't sit there on a controller and mess with everything. Right. So she has come over and spent um, long nights at my apartment in Baton Rouge. Um, and we have all the lights set up, and I got the smoke machine on. I got to take down the smoke alarm from my uh, – because <laughs> yeah. we just smoke up the living room, and then you know we program all the lights. So we actually have a light person before we have a sound person, which it's – you can definitely say a little controversial. but. Uh, well, I was going to say you're the first man I've ever come across that's got even a little bit of a light person, so that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I think they just got so excited about lasers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lasers I mean, we we've been really big into um, you know self investment. You know, taking the money we're making, pushing it back into what we're doing. Um, so it's there's no better way to do that than one investing in people, two investing in the the tools we use, right? Because if we if we're not using the right tools, we're not going to sound good, and there's no way way to cut it in this industry like you have to have you have to sound good and the only way you're sounding good is if you have good equipment so we try to invest the money we make back into it and buy nicer equipment you know and you could definitely say the lights and the lasers are a little bit overboard, yeah, but, you know. but it also yeah, it, goes, it, goes, it, it goes along with our vibe it's we a want show. a lot of energy yeah, we want it yeah. to be a show we want people to be like a damn yeah. that was awesome I, only, I just saw this like in a little college dive bar they got lasers smoke machines and they're like you know having the best time of their life so that's kind of that's kind of why we have a light person. Bring, um, bring the stadium show to the bars. No, I think bring the stadium, <laughs> bring the stadium uh, to the bars. Exactly. It's very uh, impressive and awesome and cool. Yeah, I mean that's I think everything that you just said is important and I, I literally wrote down specifically and it's not the first time I've ever heard it, uh, but it's important anytime anybody ever says it. Invest in people. Um, yeah. Is uh, I. It leaves me speechless, obviously, here. I mean, yeah, you know, you can't do anything better, I think, for your growth um, 
if you are truly trying to reach new listeners, new connections, you know, is, is investing back in people. Um, you know, you want to make money, not because you want to make, uh, you want to be rich, but because you, so you can do that. So you can invest back in yourselves, hopefully do this full time sometime. Um, that's the goal for sure. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Um, which is a good segue into, um, you know, what's next for Few Blue? Um, like we said, by the time this comes out, we're hoping there's another single. Um, and then as far as, you know, this summer coming up, summer 2023 and beyond, you got some shows, any, any big things planned, an album, <laughs> EP, you tell me, I don't know. So um, right now we just released So Damn Wrong. And our plan is as of right now, we released So Damn Wrong early March. We're going to re- release our next one. The next one will be called Call Me Crazy. And um, that song, we wanted to release just about a month after we released So Damn Wrong, so early April. And then we have another one that we want to come out that's already recorded and just needs to be you know, mixed and mastered, fine-tuned. Um, that's going to come out in early uh, May. So we'll have March, April, May. Yep. And then in June, July-ish, you know, not not any hard. I don't want to set any hard dates, but sometime in the summer. Summer 2023. By the end of summer 2023, we will um, have a seven to eight song album out. Um, so that's what kind of we're working on right now. We have a lot of live shows. Um, this is like we have we have a weekend off right now, but the weekend before that we played a show. We can probably play two shows in the weekend. Next weekend we got two shows, so. We spent a lot of time playing live shows, but um, trying to fill in time to also write in that is a very lengthy process. So, yeah. Uh, other than that, uh, we're you know hope to see us in the uh, fall in Baton Rouge playing some you know college SEC game days. Those are the best. Oh, dude. Crowds are insane. Did I do you know my my background in sports or no? No. Well, that's why. So I I I coach college football uh, for about a year and a half uh, in high school. I'm, I'm almost 31. I'm, I'm old as fuck. Um, but my, my first like 20 to 23 years on, on earth, man, was nothing but sports. And I know college football very well in the sec. Uh, and I would love, I've never been to an sec game. Um, lots of big 10 games here, but I would love to get down there at some point for that. Yeah, um, get down there this fall and come see an sec you know, game. Uh, and then, and then come see us at the ball. <laughs> Dude, that's what I'm saying. Um, was Joe Burrow there when you – was that your no, fresh – Joe Burrow was there when these two were there. Yeah, me and Cam's freshman year. Nice. That was a fun year. That was a great year. That was a great year. It was a, you know, up until uh, – 2019 was a great year. Yeah, and then yeah. And then, yeah, and then COVID happened, yeah. Uh, Joe is uh, – he's an Ohio boy. Love him. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> He's a Louisiana boy too. He's, yeah. Oh, he yeah. he absolutely. He, the, the Louisiana, everybody in Louisiana loves Joe Burrow. I mean, we got yeah. everybody's wearing Joe Burrow jerseys, Bengals Joe Burrow jerseys, and everything. Well, he's genuinely like a good fucking dude outside of football. I mean, I mean, everything I've ever seen, every interview he's ever given, any time I've ever heard him speak, um, has been nothing but like awesome. Um, but this, this is not about Joe Burrow. This is about Few Blue. Um, <laughs> getting back to you know future plans or things. Uh, yeah. Anybody else got anything to add on that? Or and if not, that's okay. I mean, it's really just like shows that we have booked up. Shows, I mean, like shows that are booked. Places, so album and the new equipment. 
keep yeah. more lights and lasers. Keep, keep, keep investing <laughs> in ourselves. Yeah. yeah. Um, definitely trying to trying to just you know we're we're trying to be really persistent in what we're doing. We're trying to just build something that isn't isn't hasn't been built yet in uh, in Baton Rouge because there's a lot of different bands in Baton Rouge and respectively in their in their own ways are absolutely amazing. But um, we want to do something nobody's done before. We want we we're, we're hungry. Just want to play music and uh, we're ready to take on the world. Trying to get a lot of people to listen to us. Our growth has been pretty pretty steady for not even a year playing. Um, we've had great great growth. Um, so other than that, just keep keep the train rolling. You know, keep waking up yeah. and doing it every day. Let's start playing some festivals. Yeah, we're trying to get yeah. into the, trying to get to the festival scene. Yeah, no doubt. Do you guys have uh, merch or anything? Like, what's the best way to support you other than going to? Oh, there we go. I got it on. <laughs> so, there you go. <laughs> no, hey, there's there's no better way to support uh, your own self than to wear your own shit. I just like two hours ago got my first Mid Park shirt delivered in the mail that I just checked out, so it's pretty cool. So. Uh, yeah, it's so cool, actually. Uh, because we uh, Cam, you know, design most of our stuff and things. We uh, had Cam, uh, you know, come up with the design in the back, and it's, uh, I think it's all finalized. You know, real conceited to have on your first shirt, but uh, it's, a, it's a good picture. It's a, it's a good picture. It's, a, it's a vibe. It's a uh, pink, and um, it comes on a uh, navy green shirt or a, uh, not navy, Army, navy, Army, Army green, green, Army green, navy, navy blue. blue. Yeah, navy green. <laughs> <laughs> so so right now we do not have a um an online store just yet we're, that's in the works that's something that me and cam are working on right now um because we just got the merch the, our first merch not even so so we've just been selling that live show just seeing how it does live before we go on um but we are working on getting a uh, domain i'm pretty sure I, I, we're looking into getting keyblue.com that'll be pretty interesting um <laughs> Yeah, $15 a year for feedblue.com. You can't, you can't complain. No, that's that's pretty standard. Are you doing that through GoDaddy? Um, I, I saw that on Shopify, um, but I, I haven't looked at GoDaddy. So I, yeah. I, just set up, I was on the Spotify like for artists, and it says, like, oh, you know, link your Shopify. So I uh, went on that, and they were like, yeah, if you could get feedblue.com for 15 bucks. So I'm probably going to pull the trigger on that because it's 15 bucks a year. And then um, keep rolling and get some online merch going. Want to get some koozies, you know, some stickers, some lighters would be cool. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Definitely try to try to build a brand. We want to be realistic. We want to get too ahead of ourselves as well. So. Yeah. Well, you got to shoot for the moon, man. Shoot, shoot for the stars. Why do you say the moon? Because I was. A lot of people have been asking me just uh, about a branding thing. A lot of people have been asking me lately, what's up with the whole space theme? <laughs> and it was just like that was just like when we first started this like a year ago and I was first trying to come up with whatever we could we just went with the moon well let me not I don't want to interrupt you but because I was going to ask as my last question before my last question what is few blue does this relate to that um so few blue dude, it's there's really no rhyme or reason to it um it was literally I was on a random band uh band name generator and okay. <laughs> it didn't give me few blue, but it gave me like few something on one. And then I hit, you know, random a couple times and then it said something blue. So I was like, I had the few in my mind. I was like, oh, few blue. And then I kind of thought like the logo, since it's blue, like maybe like a blue moon kind of thing. That was kind of like my idea on it. Mm-hmm. And um, I sketched up like a little 
a little thing on my arm. It was like a little crescent moon. It was, it was literally actually the Noah.com logo. Yeah, the Noah. <laughs> it, was, it was literally the Noah.com logo. Yeah. You're like, you don't know what that is. Yeah, yeah. but you know, for, for those that do, you know, you got a little picture in your head. So yeah. you're like, all right, well, we got the name. Let's just uh, give uh, the idea to Cam now and uh, go, up with a, go from there. And it's just been changing ever since. Uh, you know, it's just, it's, it's my, it's literally going to be my job one day. So I'm just having fun with it while I can. Yeah. As you, again, as you should. I mean, I think that's, you got to hone in on what you've got, you know, you know what you're doing. Um, and I think that theme fits your sound well. Um, yeah. Uh, what else at all? The, the floor is yours. Um, always try to give everybody, you know, I, so I don't ask everything. So all I want to say, which I, we, for, we forgot to mention, and obviously we didn't mean to, but just a shout out, our families like yeah. have just been like, obviously our biggest supporters, but like we, our families pull their, like our other family, the extended family, everyone's coming to like our shows in New New Orleans. Orleans. Um, like, and it's just, it's the greatest support ever. Like seeing everybody there. We have, we'll have like a big, just like crowd in front of our, our stage. And it's, it's like, I mean, obviously we have some people like come in that are excited to come see us, but it's our families and they're always there. They're always dancing. They're always at the front. Um, like, I don't know about you guys, but my mom is like, playing my our song like 24 yeah. 7 on spotify like yeah. just for those numbers but um yeah yeah no our families have been a, a very pivotal part and that that's kind of been from the beginning from me even like you know it's like my mom bought a drum set and was like you know i, I she spent a lot of money on the drum set and make sure i wanted to use it you know mm-hmm. she didn't want me to buy a drum set and then two years later i don't touch it ever again um, so it's definitely good having that support system behind you, a good backbone. You know, yeah. You know, some, 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 somewhere to start yeah. from. And now, I didn't say this when we were introducing ourselves, but I was doing musical theater in high school for like, I've been doing musical theater for like 10 years. And so my voice used to be very la la, like princessy. Um, and now I'm like screaming hard rock songs. And it's just so cool that my parents have just been like, they're just like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> and sometimes they used to mention like, oh, like we miss your princess, like, like, like innocent pretty voice. innocent yeah. voice. <laughs> and now I'm over here like screaming. Uh, we gotta listen to, <laughs> once you start listening to Led Zeppelin, it was over. Yeah. Yeah, these <laughs> these guys uh, introduced, like just gave me the best music education, like on classic rock like, ever. I, I wouldn't know anything. I remember like the first like first show that Cam's parents came. They were like, Cam, we didn't know you could do that. <laughs> yeah, literally. Where did I come from? We didn't know. Yeah. No, that's awesome. I think. That no, go ahead. Back to um, like just us being. We also gotta like give ourselves some credit. You know, kind of shout out to ourselves. We've we've built a very good chemistry, and we we know how to push each other. Yeah. And um, and that's kind of the most important when you're building any team to do anything is 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 those. There's very difficult times where we're just stuck. You know, you plateau. It happens in everybody's life. Yeah, you want to strangle everybody, as Brad says. But it's it's very good that we're able to push ourselves beyond the limits. You know, like Cam never used to sing like that, and we pushed her. And we yeah, like, they You did. got more. You have more. We know you have more. And it's like when we recorded So Damn Wrong, like the first time she recorded it, it was kind of like, it's like we've heard Cam sing a lot. We knew she could sing a lot heavier than that. So when she gets out, we're like, no, Cam, like, Give it, give it everything. I want you like you're, you're screaming in front of fifty thousand people. Like give it every ounce of energy. Well, you have. Let, let me take you back. Do you remember the first time? Okay, so the song that they just like educated me on like like all the time was "The Ocean" by Led Zeppelin. I had never heard of it. They they played it all the time. Like 
they just randomly would play in, in practice, just like like just start playing it randomly, and I would just be like, man, that's awesome. Like, what is that? Eventually, started listening to the song all the time. So the day comes where they're finally just like can like learn the song, and I'm like, what are you talking about? I can't sing this. Are you crazy? And so like a week goes by, I I'm like drive every time I'm driving, I'm I'm trying to practice this song, and so then I'm like. Like I'm gonna, I'm like shitting my pants about to like perform this song for them the first time they want to hear me sing it because I know how like I know it's their favorite song, I know how important it is to them and right. I sing it and they and I think I think maybe it was Rob he's like you sound like Robert Plant oh my god and so that's when I was like okay <laughs> this is where we're headed so yeah. it, it's been the first like four six months that we were we're hanging out we didn't have any shows and we we're just mm-hmm. like we'll just play acoustically in their living room and you know y'all live around people so it's like you can't play too late can't play too loud we know we we know we know when someone else in the band is you know we know if they're not giving it their all built a very good and chemistry, um yeah. built an extremely so we push each other when somebody isn't doing you know we like or even you know we know they could do better they have more in them um so that's definitely shout out to ourselves on that because we definitely have built a very good relationship on on stage and off stage, which is definitely needed. So, well, first off, um, Led Zeppelin and Pink Floyd are my two favorite bands of all time. Um, actually, yes. <laughs> actually have the Led Zeppelin floor uh, four uh, oh, logo. There you go. Um, so definitely, you know, know a lot about what you're saying there. Um, and yeah, chemistry and family are both very important. Um, cannot be overstated. You know, family is the core of everything. And, you know, to have that family support, whether that's all who's showing up at your shows or not, um, as long as they're there always, you know, you're going to have somebody, which is you know, a very important thing. And then of course the chemistry that you've built together and in as a band, um, that can't be taken away from you. You just got to keep building on that. And, you know, like you said, sometimes you want to kill each other. Uh, but more times than not, yeah, more times than not, it's good. and, and, And it leads to good things. So being able to have that constructive criticism and take it like adults and not kids and, uh, just keep growing as a, very important thing it should not again be something you you overlook and you should be proud of what you got going so far so definitely right. yeah what's up you're definitely right absolutely yeah yeah and and you know having the ability to know that you know and yeah i mean you guys aren't super young but you know you're still growing and learning as you go but to know that you know where you're at in your life is yeah, you got you got good things going. Um, anything else at all from anybody? If not, that's all good. We'll keep it going. Can you say few blue five times fast? <laughs> few blue, few blue, few blue, few blue, few blue. He's got it. Dang. Wow, <laughs> I can't. Like, he's, like, he's good at talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll mark it up as that, yeah. Uh, no, honestly, <laughs> I had to focus, though, for a minute. Um, yeah. Um, that's uh like i said you guys got lots of stuff going on can't wait to see what comes about for you this summer can't wait to hear the new single um yeah root for you so that's cam 
uh, Rob, Brad, Jacob, Christian from Few Blue, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Um, like I said, we just had So Damn Wrong. It was out at the beginning of March. Got your uh, news. What was what's the name of the new single again? Call Me Crazy. Call Me Crazy. Is that one going to be in all caps as well? Probably. There we go. <laughs> Love it. Uh, so that'll be out as well. Support any way you can. Um, guys, appreciate you very much. Thank you for giving me your time. Yeah. yeah. Appreciate no it. doubt. It was great. Thank you. And that is that, my friends. Another one down, 118 episodes down of Mid Park Music Podcast. And that, again, was Few Blue out of Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Uh, everything will be in the podcast description there as far as links podcast or, uh, for the Spotify, uh, the Instagram, all that good stuff. Uh, if you want to reach out to Few Blue, you know how to do that. Find all the good stuff there via all of those links. Um, yeah, rooting for them hardcore. Had a great conversation there, as you obviously just heard. and. Um, yeah, they got a lot of good things going on. Great future ahead. So, again, that is Few Blue. All right. And, uh, of course, uh, stick around so that we will listen to So Damn Wrong on the way out here. Uh, if you are here for specifically for Few Blue. So we're going to hear that full song on the way out as well. Uh, but for now, let's get to my little review here of uh, Weekend 2 of the Midwest Magic Tour this past weekend in Chicago at Book Club. Whoo-wee, another good one. I uh, I have some thoughts, you know, as far as how it could have been better, uh, mostly of which is just on me in that it was a Sunday night, man. And <laughs> going back, I think Sunday nights are actually probably the worst fucking night of the week to book um, as I really thought about it. You know, that's uh, kind of the coveted night off for a lot of bands, for artists, for people in the service industry. Um, so... The crowd was not as big as I would have hoped. I'll tell you that straight up. I um, I was hoping, you know, given the bill that we could have sold that place out with 70. Um, we did not, but that's okay because those that were there, um, it was a small but mighty crowd. Um, everybody that was there had a great fucking time. Just got the pictures from Vicky. Um, shout out to Vicky, of course. Everybody knows her. Um, doing great, great photography work there in Chicago, but just got the pictures back. And I mean, they're so good that everybody looks like they're having such a great time. And um, yeah, it was finally, finally great to, to get to book club for the first time and, and meet Cam and Sabby. And I forget everybody else's name, but everybody there was great. And, and um, it wasn't what I was expecting. And honestly, I, I, I mean that in a, a good way, not that I was expecting anything horrible, but uh it is a DIY spot, you know, and, um, I, so there's the, 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 take that for what it is, I guess. But, uh, yeah, you go in, you go right up the stairs. It's a nice spot. It's a good amount of room, great sound system. Um, the acoustics were pretty good. Uh, green room back there with everybody. Um, nice solid, you know, system as far as ticketing and, you know, entering and sound checking and everything everything was crisp there so shout out to uh, again the book club and hope to get back there on a friday saturday show that's for sure you know that bill i feel like would bring about twice as many people as it did on a friday or saturday um so but that's okay um so because again man we had a great time uh nora marks uh headlined uh, with support from north warren the scummies and acceptor i'll tell you what man acceptor and the scummies both are two really 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 good bands man um I knew the Scummies prior, did not know Acceptor prior, but uh, was really looking forward to seeing really all of them. Uh, Nora Marks was the only one that I had not seen prior. And, you know, I, I could go on and on, of course, about Nora Marks. And uh, 
I mean, those are my guys. Uh, you've seen me post several things on Instagram. Um, you know, they put on another great show, gave me a little bit of stage time at the end to, to thank the city of Chicago, uh, whether there were 20 people there, 200 people there, 2000 people there. Um, the city of Chicago deserves a thank you from mid park for kind of being the, the heavyweight, I guess, in a sense of where this all started and, and connections and whatnot. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I, all it was such a good bill. I mean, the music itself was fucking great. I, <laughs> Acceptor was so good as a, as an opening band. Uh, the Scummies and Roland, their drummer, my God, he's also their vocalist, is is a, a lunatic in the best ways possible. My gosh, his facial expressions and how much energy he puts into drumming and singing at the same time. It is uh, takes an immense amount of talent focus um, to do what he's doing. And the whole band, I mean, again, they they were they were really good. And then finally got to meet my guy, Luke from North Warren. Uh, he and I have been friends for literally like two years online. I mean, he was one of the first bands I ever found from Milwaukee. So, uh, to finally get to meet him in person and, and see them live. North Warren is very fucking good. Going to see him two more times here on the Midwest magic tour in May, May 19th and May 20th. Um, but, uh, that was another good one. And then, yeah, got to, got to Nora Marks and I've already, think i've i've made my case clear there that that was a great show and uh the yeah again i i i run through a brick wall from nor marks um so uh that was yeah that's a little synopsis again i i think you know just being on a sunday night hurt us but outside of that it was it that was, you know the the crowd size or anything like that was certainly not an indication of uh you know the talent of the bands or anything like that at all just a sunday night tough crowd you know people are, are, are resting and, and shit so i'll be weary of, of booking on sundays from from now on um and that's not just book club again I, I don't think book club had anything to do with it It was a great place had a great time great people great setup um just ultimately uh, a rough draw there so um outside of that though again had a, such a good time met some more people was able to connect more people with others and um, just shout out to everybody that came to that show. And afterwards we had a great time as well. And um, yeah, going to get to uh, weekend three this coming weekend in Milwaukee at the washroom. Uh, that's another DIY spots DM for the address. Uh, that is with bug moment, blue County pistol and alley eyes. Really, really excited for that one. Can't wait to, uh, to see what comes about. That's a Saturday night, little worried since it's Easter weekend, but we'll, uh, we'll, we'll chug along through there and, and hopefully we'll have a good crowd this Saturday. Um, yeah. That's it. So let's go ahead and get back to uh, the original reason for the podcast here. Few Blue uh, on the way out here. We're going to listen to So Damn Wrong. So again, this is a single that was released uh, at the beginning of March. The very first single that was released on streaming services for Few Blue. So Damn Wrong was released March 3rd. Um, yeah, I appreciate everybody as always. I've said this a few times already, but uh, you know, for tuning in, for giving me your time, for being a part of this ever-growing, awesome community, it is so very humbling, so awesome, and I just I cannot thank you all enough. So, uh, and again, shout out to Cam, Rob, Brad, Jacob, and Christian of Few Blue out of Baton Rouge, Louisiana, on the way out here. That's so damn wrong, and we will see you next time on the Mid Park Music Podcast. Thank you as always.